Happy New Year. Welcome to East Coast DNA. This is our first episode of 2023. Maybe a day late, but we're still here anyway. And yeah. with us today is uh, Liam Hodder. Hey, what's so up, welcome. guys? And, and I'm Andrew, and this is Darcy. Hey. Yes. Well, yes. we should we should actually every episode we kind of we don't fumble it, but it's a little different. We should just pre-record it. But then it's the boring with the Darcy and Andrew. I'd rather listen to me <laughs> fuck it up every time. Yeah, that's true. I had to make sure we're seven seconds in before I said fuck because uh, YouTube is going to start blocking things if they're swearing in the first seven oh, seconds. Oh, that's the, the rule video. for censorship. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah, they're going to they're going to oh, they're not going to monetize it. Not like we're monetized anyway. We're about nine hundred. No, no, nine hundred subscribers and about nine thousand hours of video time away from getting monetization. So yeah, yeah we can yeah. swear all we want. There you go. <laughs> what the shit? Are they going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have Liam with us today. uh, Liam, uh, you uh, have a new album in the works, but uh, I'd like to hear a little bit about your history there, too. Yeah, Um, man. So you started uh, pre-COVID? Yeah, just before COVID. So uh, at that point, you release an album? Yeah. And and then uh, you got really, really busy when everyone else was slowing down. Yeah, we, uh, so we started just before COVID. Like I had maybe two songs out and then COVID happened. Everything locked down the early stages of 2020 and I had like two songs out. So I was like, all right, well, we'll maintain some momentum here. So in between all the lockdowns and every opportunity that we had to record me and Blossom Complex, who's my head of production within Ibex and my personal producer, we'd link up. And we'd lay some tracks down. So we always had something kicking around in the vault to just kind of remain relevant. Um, And it was also a blessing because, like, we were fortunate in the sense that we could still be working while everybody else was just kind of, like, taking this opportunity to have a bit of a justified hiatus. Is that where uh, some of your lyrics talking about being on Pogi and getting to the studio? Is that kind of a riff riff on reality? Yeah, big time. And in kind of the way it kind of worked out was also just like by absolute fluke. So I was unemployed mm-hmm. at the time that I started, I was between contracts and I was like, okay, well I was on unemployment. We were just like, man, I'm, I'm not going to have this opportunity again, likely to really grab it by the balls sure. and, and go at it. So I had a four month break and I was like, fuck it. Like, let's just start making music. Um, and uh, yeah, so that whole, like we were on Pogi, I was on Pogi. Um, I didn't actually call Lil Freeze's boss and tell him that he quit, yeah. mm-hmm. but but uh, I'm sure he wishes that I did some days. <laughs> Can you call my boss and tell him that I quit? <laughs> okay, send me send me the uh, send me the number after yeah, this. Nine one one. Yeah, yeah. So did did the Ibex uh, company form at the same time, or was that pre-existing when you started doing no. the, your own rap as well? Yeah, so when we started, we actually, I started, and I just kind of wanted a name to go under, like something that was, that was catchy, um, and uh, my taste in catchiness might not be, like, the most catchy, because I started under Dapper Redneck Records, because, like, I live out in the sticks, I'm a hick, um, I'm always ripping four-wheelers, doing all kinds of that shit, and everybody's like, all right, it's a little different for a rapper to be at, and, uh, <laughs> We kind of realized that, like, especially if you look in the States, like, the term redneck has become synonymous with racism. Yeah. 
And if we want to expand as a label, we kind of kneecap ourselves by making something that's so niche to just me. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to be associated with any discriminatory bodies whatsoever. And we wanted to make something that was a little more open and broad in the spectrum that we could bring other artists on board and then they would still feel like something they belong to. Um, sure. So that's where the term Ibex came from. I-B-E-X as uh, the largest, most aggressive species of goat. And uh, as you know, goat and hip hop is the greatest of all time. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the name. And we're also just fortunate that it's a four letter word that sticks in your head really easily, looks yeah. really good in block letters and just sounds good. Um, so that's what we went with. So in a roundabout way, you're named after MCA from the Beastie Boys. There we go. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. you at one point uh, had an Ibex podcast as well, because I did see a note that you're planning on bringing it back. We did. Yeah. And we did. We are bringing it back. We recorded two episodes already. Um, awesome. So I'm just, I'm just mixing them. Blossom Complex used to do all the mixing and the editing for those podcasts, but on top of being the head of our production, doing a lot of mixing and mastering for our artists and various other artists within the city, um, it was a lot on their plate. So yes. I'm taking that on. Um, and it's, I do all of our video editing, so honestly, it's the same thing, minus the fact you just don't have to look at this face, which honestly is a plus <laughs> for most people. <laughs> that, yeah. that is a lot of time-consuming stuff as well. Like it we is. We know ourselves because that's what we're doing. That's, that's what we do, yeah. It's why this episode's a day late, actually. So yep. there you go. But yeah. uh, you're doing your rap career, the business, podcast, and they all kind of co-relate in some way. Yeah. But like you're full tilt going through COVID and you continue to release new singles. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a second album. And a second album. Yeah. We were, uh, we dropped off my chest in early 2021. Um, and uh, just kind of continued dropping music after that, rolling up to where we are now. I was kind of like, that's how we got the name. I've been off the radar for the better part of two years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I suppose that, uh, the time adds up really, really quick. It does, man. But you don't notice it when it's passing. Like, we're yeah. like, all right, we'll, we'll drop this single here. We'll drop this single. And, you know, we got all these shows in amongst all this. And the next thing you know, it's like, man, we haven't dropped an album, like a, a body of work in two years. Like, we should probably do that. Um, I was supposed to say you said that you did it last year, but that is two years ago. That's Yeah, yeah. man. Well, that's yeah. it, right? Like, 2022 <laughs> yeah, didn't even yeah. happen. It just flew no. by. Yeah. And getting into the end of 2022 and leading up to this year and well this interview and the the album coming out you did a social media promotion there too i saw we were doing little sneak peeks of the tracks every day like right through the whole it's 18 tracks right so yeah 18 18 tracks yeah and do you get a lot of uh a lot of new people finding out through that way or you riling up your old fans it uh a little bit of both a little bit of both there were some days where like the first week, like the first seven days, it was just uh, a clip of the of the track. They were all about 15 seconds. And because if you look at the pattern of like what does well algorithmically on uh, Instagram and, and, and such platforms, Instagram, TikTok, through Reels, um, videos under 15 seconds tend to do the best. Um, they're favored by the algorithm. So I was like, fuck it, we'll just make all these videos under 15 seconds. But my engagement per post wasn't doing so well. So I was like, okay, well, we'll start adding in little, you know, little skits or I'll just talk to the camera for something. And 
anytime that I would do something that was like kind of funny as opposed to just like, hey, this is my song, listen to it. Um, I noticed that I was getting a lot of engagement outside of my followers um, and they'd be following, they'd be interacting. So it was a mixed reaction um, amongst followers and, and new followers. Um, but uh, overall, it pushed my engagement for a lot of my other posts really well. And I noticed that there was like, because I do tracking with everything through pixels. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed there was a huge curve in people who were coming from my social media, not necessarily followers that were listening to my music through Spotify and Apple Music. So mm-hmm. it helped, but in oh, weird ways that I didn't predict. Yeah, that's that's actually it's so weird. might steal some of those ideas. It's so hard to Absolutely guess how right. the algorithm is going to pick up anything. It's just right. And by the time you figure it out, they just flip it over. It's totally yeah. different. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The algorithm's always changing. It's uh, it's really hard to like figure out how to wrestle it and like make it work. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, as long as you're making good content, I find they'll find a way to make it work for you. Maybe that's yeah. my problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's the quality, not the quantity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that quality, um, you do have that new album coming out as of anyone listened to this episode, because it's coming out a couple of days from when we're doing the interview, it'll be Friday the 13th. Yeah. So, and you selected that because it was Friday the 13th or because it's my birthday. Because it's your birthday. Thank you. Absolutely. So what would you like to tell people about the new album? I know you got some guest artists on there as well. And yeah, man. I believe in some of the other media <clears throat> press that you've been doing, there's an insinuation it's got a little bit of a different vibe to it than some of the other tracks you've released in the past. Big time. There's a lot of different, like I know it's very cliche to say, but the, I feel like there really is something on here for everybody. Um, and whether that's going to work for me or against me, I guess we'll find out on the 13th. But um, there's there's all kinds of different stuff. If you listen to the laid off LP, I was very like not into the auto tune, um, trying to find my sound, but like ixnaying things that I was like, I won't do this. And then on this album, and even I was kind of like that on off my chest too. And then on this album, um, Frieza and Blossom Complex were both like, man, just try it. Um, and like you can hear it if you've listened to the single retail like i lean into the auto tune a little bit there and there's a couple other tracks where like i even try singing um which is very out of the out of the norm for me yeah um and yeah all kinds of different stuff there's some storytelling there's some more sensitive content on there um uh, just a bunch of different sounds different topics subject matter deliveries and uh there's some soft tunes, some hard tunes, there's some lyricism, storytelling. I think there's something on there. As long as you appreciate the work that an artist puts into something, sure. I genuinely think that somebody's going to find something on this album that they'll enjoy. Yeah. yeah, and I know from listening to your back catalog too, like there was diversity in the track. Like the albums flow well. Yeah. But like, thank you. A song like Plague is really heavy yeah. in the face, which big time. I enjoyed that as well. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm I'm not embarrassed to say that to the people that know me for listening to folk music. It's I like everything, but yeah, that one that one stuck out because that was a heavier, aggressive song. Yeah, and then you have other songs that are more, may I say, pop leaning, like more radio. Yeah, big friendly. time. Like, like I mean, lyrically these days, Andrew talked about censorship a little. It's yeah, radio play doesn't worry about censorship as much as it would have back in the day. 
no big time big time there's a lot more leniency for that yeah for sure so with the promotion for the new album do you have uh you had a couple singles that were released already that are included on the album so do you have a new single that you're promoting now that the album's coming out or music video or anything coming out i've still been pushing retail um just because it's like every thank you um and like my my mentality is like every song is new to somebody that's never heard it before um and we've been building a lot of content around retail uh i was in the studio 204 with nathaniel cole just last week so we shot a video for a retail a performance video um and i've been using bits of that for running up some of the promo for the album um and i think retail kind of gives like a good leg for the album to stand on because it does show like how different this album is from previous bits of work and also there's that last verse in there um which is just it's just my preferred style it's just straight up delivery no harmonics no melody no auto-tune um like if i'm listening to rap it's it's a lot of old school stuff where it's just it's just bars um flow and rhyme schemes and just just that's what i i like that's what my i enjoy um but i still have a great appreciation for the melodies the auto tune um and and a greater appreciation for that now that i've kind of played with it and see that okay no it's not a crutch that people lean on like it's a tool people utilize the podcast did that for me maybe andrew a little bit as well andrew's a little bit uh more he's the musician out of the two of us so yeah he's a little bit more lenient than that but as a fan the auto-tune stuff like i remember share i'm like why would anyone want to use that as a tool but (laughs) i've interviewed several people that lean heavily into auto-tune now and i kind of got more of a feel nowadays i consider it more like having a an effects pedal for your guitar yeah instead of being uh when auto-tune first came out it was kind of a crutch but then people realized don't use a crutch use it as an instrument and exactly yeah it became something different and it's being utilized what i feel is appropriate now compared to when it first came out and it was just the same every time (laughs) no i agree i agree completely and are you guys making like your own beats in-house yep yep everything that you hear that comes out of ibex is 99 percent uh the production is in-house all of our videos for the most part are in-house like everything we try to do in-house um keep the cost down and we'll we'll do it all for our artists to the best of our ability and if we can't do it to a level that they're going to be happy with then we find a route to outsource it to somebody that does it at a more professional level are you doing this on pc or are you doing it with like external drum machines and stuff like do you have a the the production yeah or you're uh creating your beats and stuff are you doing that on your yeah own so all of our production is done for the most part um on logic which okay. is an apple which is an apple um uh daw yeah. and uh blossom complex who's my good friend and my producer is our head of production within the label um they handle 99 percent of the production we're working on a production wing just to delegate some of the tasks um and especially in like the the post-production side of things mm-hmm. like a bit of the mixing and mastering but uh yeah I can walk you through a bit of Blossom's process to like the most of my understanding. I'm technologically challenged. I'm not uh, I'm not the smartest person behind the keys. But Blossom works with Logic. 
uses a lot of different splice samples, but also comes from a composition background. So when Blossom first started coming up as a producer 13 years ago, uh, they were getting into it um, doing classic composition, like composing classical music um, for the art scene and also trying to do um, music for like uh, film and, and video. Um, and then moved to Halifax and got into music business through NSCC and tapped into the hip hop scene and realized that there's money to be made there uh, just selling beats and then started running recording sessions. And that led to us linking up. And now we've got our hand in a little bit of everything. Perfect. So, yes. yeah. And that background does play into the hip hop, huge cheap hip hop music too. Like the, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, Andrew and I, we, we, we tend to lean towards fashion that would suggest alternative rock and that yep. tends to be a lot of our playlists, but growing up, we were heavy into rap, which yeah, probably a lot of the old artists that you were, were listening to yourself as well. So yeah, we definitely have the appreciation for it. And Andrew, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Andrew's been <laughs> uh, dabbling a little bit on the side. I have been. Okay. Too, so I've been, there's uh, a little bit up there. Unable to play guitar for more than like five minutes at a time. Health things, blah, 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 blah. Yep. So I started dabbling in electronic stuff. So that's what I was kind of curious okay. what you were using. So, yeah. Yeah. I, just, I noted a difference in his interest in the questions now versus a year ago. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's because yeah. he's dabbling in a little bit. So uh, nice. Little promotion. If anyone wants to check episode. it out, it's, it's Red 4 is the name. Find Red 4 camera. as well. Right? Red 4. Yeah. I'm going to scribble that down. Letter four or number four? The letter four. It's spelled four. out four, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, we don't talk out. about it on the podcast. I find about it because I follow him on Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah we yeah. just, that's the first time yeah. I mentioned it. It's only been a couple months though. We're good. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I've been following it. I'm, the, I'm one of your fans out there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I even have another alias. So he might not even know that it was me. No, I know it was you. No. Oh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, Liam, your album's coming out this week. Do you have uh, any concerts coming up in the area or anywhere in the East Coast, actually? Uh, not immediately. So I go back to work um, away. That's, that's mm -hmm. all I can really elaborate on it. Um, sure. I go back to work out of country on the 20th. Um, over Does the, the holidays. Have cartel in the name by chance? You're also secret, secret agent. <laughs> similar letters. Yeah. Similar letters, different, uh, different arrangements. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I got home on December 10th. Um, so that put me right in the middle of getting ready for Christmas. Holidays, you got two weeks and nobody's yeah. around. It's impossible to book any shows. Um, now, there were some people I was talking to trying to line things up, but it just kind of fell through over the holidays. People weren't getting back and it was, we don't have enough time to promote a show. Um, so now I will be popping up at a few shows over the next few weeks, just making his appearance uh, as a fan. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be at the O2K show at Monty show bar in Dartmouth. So if anybody's listening, they should definitely check that out. It's going to be a good show. Um, it's O2K, someone from Scotia, T fleek, all really young artists in the local hip hop scene. Um, definitely worth coming out to show some support. Um, Blossom Complex will be DJing that, and uh, Level Eight is doing. Um, I guess DJ. It'll come to me later. But uh, they've been putting on. They're going to start putting on shows on Saturdays there, featuring local artists. Cool. Um, 
So I'll be there Saturday. And if anywhere's where there's local hip hop, you can pretty much always find me. Um, I try to pop up as much as I can. And speaking of that, I, uh, in listening to your albums and singles there, yeah, uh, the lyric that you had about, uh, trying to come up in the local scene. Yes. And then you kind of spit back at the hypothetical person you're talking to. Yeah. Name 10 local artists. Yeah. So can you do that for us? And I'd when I'm building to. our companion playlist for anyone listening, you can go, uh, love it on YouTube, possibly Spotify. We haven't done one on Spotify for a while. Okay. But, uh, depending on what content we find, we'll have a yep. companion playlist linked at the end of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to keep going. I'm not good with numbers, so I'm just going to keep going. Stop me when we hit 10. But uh, some of my favorite artists in the local scene right now is my homie Paulo13, Frantic, Kid Coffin. Uh, We got Shift from the 902, Lil Frieza. Um, Obviously, you got the great Aquaculture. You got Ghetto Socks, who's another OG, fantastic lyricist. Uh, Shea Pitts is coming up right now. She's fantastic. You got Jaden Austin, Uh, my homie Breezy. Um, I'm going to let Ross. you keep going. And yeah, man, I will keep going. Uh, we got Mackie, who I see you're running the you're running the merch right now. Mackie's fucking dope. Uh, and putting on a fantastic amount of effort in central Nova Scotia right now um, in New Glasgow with the studio, Mackie's Mobile Studio. We got Wave Lord, who's another fantastic artist, Halifax-based from Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, Jay the Kid, who's also New Glasgow-based. Um, you got Turf. Who else we got? We got Twister. You obviously you got Quake Matthews. You got Classified. Um, some of the other OGs, Word Burglar. Um, yes. Who else we got? Yeah, man. Like, like the list goes. Oh, Bad Fish, obviously. Young Blonde Don. Um, yeah, man. Like our local hip hop scene's crazy. It, it is crazy. Someone from are. Scotia, like. And I always say to people like. If you look at Toronto, which is viewed as like the hip hop capital of Canada, like sure they have a lot of artists who are really good, but like per capita, mm-hmm. like nobody's touching Halifax or Nova Scotia as a whole, man. Like yeah. all of these artists that I'm listing are dope. Um and have every possibility and all the potential to make it. Um, I truly believe. But I also feel like we just don't take it as seriously and nobody mm-hmm. else outside of Scotia takes us as seriously. So we don't have the platform, unfortunately, yeah. but I genuinely believe that Scotia as a whole has more talent per capita in the hip hop scene than anywhere else across the country. hands down. Uh, um, we, we found that in the summer, um, probably primarily through talking to Mackie and knowing Mackie because they're just from West anyway. So, yeah nice nice and close but we had tons of rap content throughout the summer and even going into music week i mean if some of those people that you mentioned had expressed some interest and we just were not able to connect yeah Uh, so there's probably a good chance there's going to be a lot more of that content coming later in the year as well nice and a few of those people we definitely featured on our playlist and as some old rap fans here on the show too like word burglar somebody i was definitely familiar with over the course of his career. Oh, yeah. A few of those names, actually. So there's so many. It yeah. really, really is hard to keep up. Big but, time. Uh, 
anyone listening to this podcast, we will have a few for you to listen to and uh, be sure to keep an eye out for those names and on social media, you follow a couple of those artists and you're going to see shows popping up. Oh yeah. Especially getting into the spring and summer months. Yeah. Big time. So before we play out, where can we find you online? What's your most prominent social media way to communicate? To uh, my most prominent social media is Instagram. I've been trying to get bigger into TikTok and Facebook, just more consistently posting on Facebook. Um, but you can find me everywhere's hotter music, all one word. Um, and I've, I've pretty much claimed that username on every platform. Uh, so you can, if, if I'm on there, it's hotter music. Awesome. And where would people find your album on Friday morning when they go look Friday online? morning? It's going to be everywhere. Your best place to find it, hit the hyperlink, which is the link in my bio on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, yep. uh, anywheres um i'll have ads running um but if you're just looking for it just type in hotter h-o-d-d-e-r on any streaming platform you'll see me i'm the dude with the beard looking there with all the lights around me that's me uh that picture was taken by nathaniel cole shout out to nate hmm. and uh yeah so you'll find me that's me with the beard and it's sorry i've been off the radar sorry i've been off the radar yeah yeah and the off is in every one of your titles that's uh, off is in it you caught that i'm glad it's, it's somebody finally really, picked that up it's not really on purpose or is it on purpose or it wasn't on purpose and then we pointed it out and we we're okay. like all right and then it worked i guess we're just gonna roll with this uh, it might become a branding thing at some point i don't know right now it's not but it might be and a branding thing i believe i saw a little tidbit too that you have maybe other stuff coming out beyond this release. So everyone we should do. definitely not just check out your social media, but follow your account. Cause there's going to be a rollout of content throughout the year. Yeah. Summer is going to be insane. Um, that's what can I say about that without going too deep? Yeah, maybe you have to come back on for an update in the spring. I might have to, if you guys would have me, I'd be happy to come on, but I can tell you the summer is going to be crazy. I'm working on something that I just want to, contribute to the local hip hop scene and make a massive impact. And so that's what I'm working on right now. Um, and if there's any OGs in the scene that are watching this right now, please hit me up because one of my big things is trying to work with the guys who paved the way for the culture um, and for the hip hop scene. And uh, we're trying to get as many of them stacked up on tracks and just create an absolute monster. Uh, that's a separate project, but find the boys from uh, hip club groove. Hip they were yes. Truro. Yeah, man, they were wild. They were wild. Um, I stumbled upon one of their tracks. It'll come back to me. I was hanging out with a buddy of mine who's kind of like a local hip hop historian. Um, and we were listening to one of their tracks mm -hmm. not long ago. Um, I don't know if Corey's still around, but he was because he was doing Trailer Park Boys. But I know he also was doing theater in Toronto and he was teaching yeah. in Acadia. So he's busy yeah. man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, um, is there anything else you want to say to the fans out there before we let you go today? Um, no, man. Like if, if, if anybody's been following me along or just kind of hopped on in the last few months, mm -hmm. I appreciate you, uh, kind of dealing with the fact that I haven't been dropping as frequently as I would have liked to have been, uh, I have been off the radar. This album is my way of apologizing for that. And, uh, I hope it makes up for the fact that I've kind of, 
had a lack of presence. We've been doing tracks. a lot of that's 18 for, tracks. These days, that's a lot for an yeah. album. That's a lot. And I brought a lot of stuff in the background, too. Like, if you look at, um, you know, we brought Kid Coffin back at a hiatus. So progress only comes with patience. Project Toxic, which is dropping January 24th. Um, we've got little Frieza mixtapes. Uh, the Black Widow album by Frantic. We did the distribution for that and started streamlining that. So there's been a lot of stuff that I've been doing in the background of this to just try yeah. and create a platform that we can launch music from. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been launching my music from it. So that yeah. was my fuck up, but we're back. So yeah. well, it's awesome. I'm looking forward to the rest of the year and definitely uh, further on. I know uh, ECMAs are in Halifax this year. So uh, yeah, maybe there'd be an opportunity to hook up around that time too. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. As long as my schedule lines up, yeah. you can count that I'll be there. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And if anyone's looking for us online, we made it easy for you. Everything's in that link tree link down below. If Perfect. you're in the show notes or on YouTube in the in the uh, description down there, find us there. Our Discord is still treading water. <laughs> we have the Discord. We have one. It's it's not, no one's joining it, but it's there. Me, me and Andrew have private chats on Discord. Yeah, that's about nice. it. Nice. But it is there. We have the Facebook group. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We don't really do much on Twitter either, but it's, it's Twitter there. Twitter will be gone in the next two years. Yeah. 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 I'd say that's an accurate prediction. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to find us, yeah. click on Linktree, find us down there, and uh, we're going to play it with Retail. And we'll see you all in a couple weeks. Thanks. Keep rocking. I don't think the keep rocking's working. Racks on top of racks just like it's retail. Y'all been working hard on getting me tail. Cause the algorithm loves your hater comments. If you got nothing nice to say, then Blossom. Racks on top of racks just like it's retail. Y'all been working hard on getting me tail. The algorithm loves your hater comments. If you got nothing nice to say, then make sure that you drop it. Racks on top of racks just like it's retail. Y'all been working hard on getting me tail. The algorithm loves your hate comments. If you got nothing nice to say, then make sure that you drop, drop. Dodging all this shit, I just bring daylight where I'm walking. I'm a fucking ray of sunshine, rainbow ending in my pocket. That's my pot of gold. Skydiving on space testers and you have this robe. I wanna see the glow. I bet is the best that let them haters know to drop it. This moment of fucking ape shit like the Carters know we flown it. Yeah, we got that hoe. Always do the most. Yeah, like I'm the go. I never sold my soul. Racks on.